0: Don't go away. MASH will be right back.
1: The following program is a no-way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. <laughs> good news everyone
2: tons here i'm here and finally finally dust is sick yeah but we're both sick i thought i was gonna be able to make fun of him on the air but we're both sick so here we are thank you so much tons always gotta one-up me said hey
1: just a heads up bud i got a bit of a cold oh it's fine i got sars or whatever he said <laughs> no that was sores oh sores yeah a bunch of bad
2: open sores, sores. and a
3: rash
1: it's Sorry. always got to be something you can't Sorry just let that. me have it
2: you got it you sound worse than me i think i sound pretty sexy yeah i agree it was hard for me to even keep my pants on over here that's a strange
1: thing to say but mm-hmm. i do appreciate it yeah it's fine i don't want to get strep junk Man. Is
2: that a thing? I'm really sorry to say. I know I'm supposed to just leave the illusion of, like, bed music alone, but this is some of the sweetest bed music I may have ever heard. It just
1: becomes regular music if you draw attention to it all the time.
2: Yeah, but it's really good bed music. I think I need to go to bed. <sighs> I would like to go to bed. Hey, did you mention that this is the five count? I feel like you didn't do that. Could you imagine if this was the five count and you could have this bed music on while you went to bed
1: i think all those things could happen because this is america
2: (laughs) it's america jackson hey you out there listening to the five count right now why don't you just go to bed
1: i'm gonna apologize in advance if one of us or possibly both of us die during the show i'm not
2: apologizing for that oh
1: it's gotta be difficult right down to the last sore
2: i'm just saying i mean you should consider yourself lucky to hear me die while i'm on air
1: well qu- oh come on <clears throat> i don't think quality wise anyone will die on air i don't see that happening no because it's the five count man it's really wonderful Ton, I'm struggling, but we've got some five-count mailbag questions and some people called the five-count hotline. Who knows what might happen tonight?
2: I'm excited for it. You know, I need this. I need this little, little power of positivity for this tiny bit of time with you, my friend.
1: I might sniffle into the mic a lot and possibly throw up.
2: That's all right. I'm okay with it. As long as you don't throw up on or at me
1: near you is acceptable i mean yeah i guess have you ever coughed so much that you pulled muscles in your back
2: <laughs> i have done it yeah but not for a while okay that sounds terrible
1: yeah it's
2: pretty uh, cool yeah that's um so i have strep just so we're keeping it 100 as the kids say where's the strep at it's in my back of my car <laughs>
4: so the strep throat
2: oh it's in the throat yeah it's in the throat so can you get it other places? I don't know strep groin can you get strep groin? I mean I think so must be able to I know I went through a huge patch of time where it's very painful just very sore down there And well you lost a huge patch of skin that's why no, no way to relief no road to really I don't know.
1: Anyway. Strep groin. I'm looking it up right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm still. Go ahead. Oh, that is
2: a thing. A lot of soreness. Anyway. um.
1: Here, you talk. I'm going to blow my nose.
2: So I'm on medication. And, you know, I was thinking, like, people think that strep's, like, this real bad thing. And it is, it's very uncomfortable. It's a real bad sore throat. But I have to say, I think it's better than having, like, what you got. Even though like I have to have meds in this junk, it's like the nose and and uh congestion and then the coughing. I have had some coughing, which is a bummer. But I know the coughing could be way, way worse. Listen, Ton, you can
1: get strep groin. Really? You get a rash, it looks like sunburn, <laughs> feels like sandpaper. Is that what you're experiencing?
2: Oh, I have experienced that many times, yeah. Hmm. Currently, no.
1: It says here it's moist and much redder than diaper rash. Oh, that sounds terrible. Speaking of diaper rash, again, welcome to the five count. (laughs) Yeah, man. What do we got going tonight? I don't know. You said there's mailbag questions. It does sound like something I said. I don't know. Hey, I got a question here from a guy. A guy. It says, hi, guys. Hey, guys. I'm just wondering how you deal with cabin fever in the winter time. Do you like run outside in your underwear or anything like that? Just trying to come up with some new ideas this year. Love T. Tony. Ready to fly the coop tone.
2: T. Tony tone. What's up, guy?
1: well ton has been outside in his underwear a lot but it's because of the aforementioned strep groin
2: yeah i gotta find some relief i find thrusting my groin into a snowbank under those conditions is really soothing there's no snow yeah there isn't any so i, I haven't done it yet I haven't jumped out there in the in the underwear but um i don't you know that's a tough one t tony tone if you're like a single dude, you know, and have a nice job, and you have a little bit of savings put away, I highly recommend a speedboat. That you just take yourself oh. a little trip, go wherever you want, man. I mean, if you own a car, just take like even a three day trip south, you know, southward. Just figure something out. You know what I'm saying? Go to like um, Dubuque. I mean, maybe further than that. Oh, Des Moines. Like Kentucky or something Right Yeah that is a place There's like a space museum Down there that I've been wanting to visit For years and years Go down there You know what I was looking at today This is a lot more expensive But um Like, Universal Studios. I've never been to a place like that, but you don't have to go there. That's really expensive. I even, like, I'd love to go there, but the money that they want is just so ridiculous. I don't know if I'm willing to pay it. Can I tell you something?
1: Yeah. I've been there. Yeah? It was boring. It was boring? Unless you love Harry Potter. Which I do. Which I do not. Okay, well, I do. Well, then it'd be right up your alley. Okay. You and a lot of people a 10th of your age would love it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm actually hoping that I can bring my kids there someday because I think that would be really fun, but I have to be able to afford it (laughs) to get there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Things like that. Take yourself a little trip. Now for me, things have changed drastically. T Tony tone. And, uh, since I have children, I kind of don't have a choice. Um, my children get me outside regardless. Uh, I definitely have the type of children who want very much to go outside all the time. So when there's the snow, it'll be. I mean, if you just go towards the front door, my son is like, want to go outside, daddy. Put my coat on, daddy. Shoes on, daddy. Like instantly. And if you just open it or somebody just goes out to start the car, he's already trying to walk outside, like, just in his socks and nothing on. Like, no, I want to go outside. Like, dude, just calm down. Like, we need to get some stuff on. We need to get some gear on. And he'll just sit outside shoveling all day if you let him. He doesn't care. So I have to be out there.
1: You think that's what Tony should do? Go out and shovel more?
2: I mean, maybe, but shoveling depending on your physique and your age can just be really not that much fun he's young and ripped oh well then yeah dude shovel turn it into a workout and he drives electric does he really yeah wow make yourself a project man put a plow onto your electric vehicle and then use it to plow some uh parking lots and get some little side cash you know yeah plow whatever just plow some stuff
1: That's how Ton got Strep groin Yeah Maybe be a little more selective
5: mm. Yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah well there you go That's my best advice Thank you so much t Tony Todd I got music today Do you really? Yeah
2: That's mm-hmm. like a out of the ordinary thing right? Well it's a new year
1: Yeah Thought I'd try
2: something a little different Spice yeah. it up maybe Jerry Severinson is gonna love you for that. That's why he's been asking us to spice it up for years. Well,
1: it has been fairly stale the last nineteen years.
2: If it was up to him, yeah, he'd say completely stale, I'd like you to change up the whole entire show. I remember once he told me new intro music, new outro music, new segments. New hosts. Yeah, I was like, What's next? New, new time hosts? slot. New station. Isn't that just a different show? It sounds like the True Punks. I don't get it.
1: Maybe you just really like the True Punks. I mean, no shame in that.
2: Yeah, there's no shame in that. They do electro. You know, electro? Yeah. They do it. I mean, what kind of guy is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, as he's watching, like, Knight Rider for the third season, does he suddenly say to himself, man, I wish Michael Knight was a different dude? I wish that was Tom Jones instead and it'd be really great if you drove a Pontiac Fiero instead of a you know Firebird or Trans Am and you know what I'm saying like does that happen to a guy you just randomly go like man this intro music on Night Rider is crap hope nobody cool like Buster Rhymes makes it into something else should probably get some other cheese dog music like you know techno electro
1: I'm guessing Probably verbatim, that's exactly what was said. Really?
2: Who the hell says that? What kind of a psychopath says that, Dust? Uh, you know. Guys who listen to public radio on purpose? It's like if you're watching He Man, right? Over and over. Every Saturday morning, and then suddenly you say to yourself, Man, I wish He-Man looked more like Alf. You know what I'm saying? And, like, the music was more like uh, Teletubbies or something. That's just weird. Like, why do you got to switch it up? Just He-Man works. Just stick with it. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's a very strange analogy, which is why I just puked. All right. Can I play a song? Or Yeah. I'm not does. sure exactly what we just established you here. You should
2: definitely play a so song. So that is okay. Yeah, it's we
1: great. Continue to do that in the new year. I love it. Um, This next song will be the first time we play anything in 2024, the year of our Lord, that is not done by Vanilla Ice. Wow. So there is that if you're keeping score. I am. We will. Be back.
6: Out on the plane. Down your Santa Fe, I met a cowboy riding right the range one day. And as he jogged along, I heard him singing a most peculiar cowboy song. It was a ditty he learned in the city. A cometa ay yip get along, get hip. Little doggies, get along. Better be on your way, get along. Get hip little doggies. And he trucked him on down the old fairway, singing his cow-cow boogie in the strangest way. Come a die, come a die, singing his cowboy song. <laughs> he's just too much he's got a knocked out western accent Without all of such he was raised on local weed he's what you call a swing half breed singing his cow cow boogie in the strangest way <laughs>
4: Ha 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 ha!
5: there, this is Blackie Lawless from Wasp, and you're listening to the five count.
6: This is Bobby Brown, and you're listening to the Five Counts.
7: kind whose spirits are running free. Let's take a sip of some cold, cold wine and dance to the music nice and slow. And you won't be under any kind of pressure. You see, we'll just let, we'll just let the evening flow. Come on and go with me, I've So nice, it would be so good. Come on and go with me. Come on over to my place. You look like you are just fought to death, and you wanna get away. You wanna get away from this noisy crowd. Let's go where it's nice and quiet. Where there's nobody, there's nobody else around. Let's sit by a cozy lit fire and we can be each other's company. Now how does that sound to you? You see, cause it sounds so Do that baby would you do that baby? About. Oh, man. Did you just think about I'm it? Think about, about it, again. It again Come on in no. over with me. Come on over to my place now. I oh, know. You've been sitting in here. You've been sitting in here for quite a long time. Yeah, I'm slightly bored. I hate being bored. See, I've been watching you been doing the same thing. I've had my eyes on you. I've been checking you out all night long. You look so nice and you look so sweet. <laughs> oh, don't to go with me. That was sweet. You look like you ought to I mean, would it be alright with you with if we left here and we went somewhere else, baby? To my place. Somewhere where it's nice and quiet. It's nice. nice and quiet. Yeah, that sounds a little better than this place. Or we can sit down by a cozy lit fire. <laughs> we can sip a little wine. Oh, yeah. Work things out. What Work things out. Mm-hmm.
2: let me ask you this dude no you can't i need to ask you something well can you wait till we're
1: on the air at least yes can you come on over to my place i would love
2: to so much
1: welcome back to the five count that was a really good song i feel like we should have put out some sort of warning like a sexy warning Okay. That's a really good song. Just a heads up, it's gonna get a little
2: sexy. Yeah, I love stuff like that. So, what is? What's your feelings on Silk Sonic? Silk stockings? No, Silk Sonic. I don't know. Should I have feelings? Yeah. Should I know what that is? I'm pretty sure it's called Silk Sonic. You sure you're not thinking of that show, Silk Stockings? Oh, I mean, I do think about that show a lot, but um, let me just let me just check here quick. What, what yeah, are you Silk, saying? Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic. Yeah, it's a group. It's uh, mm. it's um, what's his name? <laughs> it's so funny. Anderson <laughs> Pack and uh, the more famous guy that I can't think of his name that I didn't really like before, Bruno Mars. Um, I didn't. I wasn't super into him when he had his mega hit, and everyone thought he was super cool. Um, it, Uptown Funk, everybody loved that.
1: Oh yeah, I don't like that.
2: And I was like, that's not really funk music, and I don't really dig it, and I don't understand. And people think it's funk just because he talks about it being like funk and anyway um, he really felt like too clean of a singer even to me I I wasn't feeling the soul out of the guy back then but uh since then he put together this little thing silk sonic with Anderson pack and uh, I, I hope I'm saying that correctly Anderson Pack I don't I don't know I apologize if I'm not saying it correctly but I absolutely love this And this is like modern But all of the music is 100% done like that Like Teddy Like what we just listened to
1: Should I play the the
2: Leave the door open Smoking out the window All of it's really good
1: Here I got a Which one are you playing? This is their theme song You know this one? (laughs)
2: This is silk stocking Steam song. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about Silk Ooh. Sonic. <laughs> this is good too, actually. What are you wow. talking about, man?
1: I like this too. It does seem pretty good. Listen to that. Yeah, you're right. This is a good
2: song. Wow. Sultry, amusing, suspenseful. Mm hmm. Silk stockings. That pretty much sums it up. Do you watch this show still? Wait, there's a show? Yeah, it's a show. What are you talking about? This is the intro music to the show
1: i thought this was off your new album
2: cassandra cassie st john and tom ryan are the new duo in town it's their job to catch the killers of palm beach they are ex-partners who got married and then divorced now they are partnered together again time wow Ton on your new album
1: yeah can you do a cover of this look stockings theme
2: <laughs> i wish dude that wow I'm just saying. I wish you knew more about Silk Sonic and you weren't so, like, uh, just automatically against them because of Bruno Mars. He's actually pretty good. This is the first I'm hearing about it. Really? And I don't like it, but it isn't because
1: I don't want you to be popular. I love it.
2: What's really interesting, too, is Anderson Pock is a really great drummer, and I think in some of them he is he's drumming and then also singing and he's a really good singer too but then in some of them he's not drumming at all he's just like singing with bruno it's just good Mm. it's got a bunch of soulful kind of 70s sounds going on.
1: hey welcome back to the five count by the way uh if you're just joining us ton and i both left our deathbeds to come and do this program tonight yeah so if we sound less or extra sexy, that is why. Son's got kind of a bad rash.
5: Yeah.
2: So if you hear some it's probably him scratching. Taking a lot of penicillin right about now.
1: I got a question for you. Somebody sent to the five count mailbag. Alright. It's from Billy Floyd Shouts. Love that guy. With my beloved Detroit Lions winning the division for the first time since 1993, I am curious, what was your fondest memory from 1993?
2: Love, Bill. Wow. Love, Bill. My fondest memory. Well, technically... Be honest. Uh... It's weird to say, but because um, I always thought it was, in my mind, it was always uh, really the year before. But really, is it, it had to have been 93. My mom uh, spent a bunch of her tax returns on buying me my first full-size electric guitar with a little amplifier. So that's probably the biggest deal for me in 1993. That and you,
1: and you were 23?
2: no i was 12 going on 13 oh yeah so i know i got it when i was 12 so it had to have been then like early 93 got my pv predator and a little amplifier and that really changed life for me really it's um yeah it changed life big time actually that was um That was my first form of therapy (laughs) Sounds crazy But uh, I didn't grow up In the greatest of uh, Situations And With the guitar I was very passionate already About guitar And really wanted to be good And learn And uh, that was my thing If something was bothering me Or I didn't know how to deal with Whatever emotion I picked up my guitar and uh went for it, so. And that was the year
1: you wrote that jingle, the one that goes, uh, You've got a lot more going for you with Hank Hardware, Hank. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah. Wasn't that that year you wrote that? Yeah, that just kind of came out. That was real quick. Where nothing, it all started. Nothing to it. Man. So, yeah, that probably was the biggest thing that I can recall from 93, I think. You know? Otherwise, when you're 12 and 13 years old, stuff, life is weird around that time. You know what I'm saying? I know what mine was. What? Just came to me. Pubes? <laughs>
1: I got another one. <laughs> I didn't think you'd guess it so quick. Dang. Um, in Le where I grew up as a lad, we had a program that kept us off drugs. It was oh. called D.A.R.E.
2: Yeah. Didn't work that well. Uh Uh-huh. Not for other kids. It worked well on you. It only worked on me. Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
1: But we had an assembly for D.A.R.E. where the graduating D.A.R.E. class got to have a special guest speaker come and say, Hey, way to not do drugs, LeSueur. You're going places. And that year, 1993, we had... Brian Z from UPN Channel 9. Remember that guy? No. Well, (laughs) I hope someone out there does, because if not, this was not as fun of a tale as I thought it would be.
2: But that was a big deal. Well, yeah,
1: because he was the guy on TV that, like, introduced all the cartoons and junk. Yeah. Remember? Brian Z, the Z-Man? I don't, but I'm going to take your word for it. UPN Channel
2: 9? Didn't you watch DuckTales? I did. I don't remember this guy. Hmm. I'm really sorry, but I just don't. But I still love your story. Please continue. I
1: think that was about it. He was on KMSP Channel Nine. Z-Man,
2: come on, Floyd Chouts, You know who I'm
1: talking about.
2: I'm sure he'll have some choice words about me, and so, also that I was
1: just... the year that I transitioned into uh, Boy Scouts. And I sold the most Scout
2: popcorn of anyone in my troop. Good job, Dust. Yep. So what did you say, Brian Z. UPN? Channel 9?
1: Yeah. I think it was KMSP Channel 9, and then it changed.
2: Oh, wow. Look at this. Did you find a picture of him? No, I'm trying trying to do it now, but I just found a Reddit. Reddit in Minnesota. Does anyone remember Brian Z.? on UPN 9 in the 90s. I remember seeing him every so often at the Maplewood Mall and thought it was the coolest thing. Hey, I'll tell you who doesn't remember him. Then we hit up Aladdin's Castle and Circus Pizza, maybe go to kids' sports across the street. That particular Aladdin's Castle, whoever you are, uh, Alitho17 in in the Reddit Minnesota thread, um, I bought an arcade machine specifically from that Aladdin's Castle years later. It's a good memory. Was it Brian Z's personal arcade machine? I don't think it was. It was a Marvel versus Capcom, and it just felt really cool to be mm. like a normal person. As much of a normal person as I am, I guess, uh, to walk into an Aladdin's castle in a mall and be like, yep, that's mine, and uh, stick it on a dolly and wheel it on out. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You are pretty cool. The only hands capable of safely delivering the Disney afternoon. DuckTales, Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck. Ow. I don't know. Who is this guy? It's a Z-Man. Is this is this one of these the guy? I don't remember. Was, You're going to have to figure out a picture and
1: show it to me. I was you. like 12 years old. The Z-Man. It's fine. Anyway. Okay. That happened and it was great and Floyd shouts you're great
2: I'm happy for you man I'm real happy for you I hope I survive the rest of the show look at this Brian Z lives I always wanted to have his haircut man of the century where does he live Wasika.
1: um if anyone out there knows where he is let
2: us know we'll get him on the show I found a weird article, and there's somebody created a WordPress site, johnsherman.files.wordpress.com, to try to track him down. The Purple Press, October 23rd, 2002. And the main article that's on this particular web page is just called Brian Z Lives. And that guy, John Sherman, staff writer, is writing specifically about Brian Z. Establishing that he was still alive was a relief. Whoa, the blood of a stalker pumped through my veins. This sounds like a weird...
1: But wait, wasn't that 20 years ago? Maybe he's not alive now. He could be not alive. Oh, no. I kind of liked it when I thought he was fine. But now that you've put that in my mind, I'm a little
2: worried. He's probably fine. Look at this. He was a man. No, he (laughs) was a legend. I looked up to him when times were hard, recollects Marcos, an open school student. Since his departure from KMSP, CZOK has gotten deeply involved in his Christianity. He narrates audio tapes for children and is particularly interested in youth-oriented ministry, as well as family and men ministry, especially men ministry. So if he finds out you're a pastor, he'll be a shoe in to be on the show. You're precisely correct. He feels that men are almost discouraged from church, being taught to fear God. His goal in men ministry is to show that God can not only be a vengeful God, but... A loving God as well. This guy sounds great. Mm, I liked him better when he was talking about DuckTales. So it's Brian Zock, and that's C-Z-O-C-K. Look him up. Find him on the Facebook dust. You can get him on the show. He's the Z-Man to me. When when not involved in one of his many projects, you may catch him at Grace Lutheran Church. Grace, Grace Church in Eden Prairie. Road trip. Let's just go to Eden Prairie on a Sunday, dude, and find the guy. All right, let's do it. He's very active within the music department. I'll say, hey, remember me? I was in the audience at Park Elementary in LeSueur in 1993. Dude, he's got an email here. Brian at com. Just email the guy, Dust. Uh-huh. I found everything you need to know. All right, why are you yelling? I'm uh, excited too, Tom, okay. but let's keep our wits about us get the z-man on the show
1: already can i ask you something yeah did you watch gummy bears no oh did you do anything that i did yeah should i go wait in the car dust what are you talking (laughs) about we did so much stuff the same do you want to hear a story about some bears fighting a dragon i mean sure all right that's all you had to say
0: This is the story of Tummy and the Dragon. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Let's begin now. Under the forest floor of Gummy Glen lie miles and miles of unexplored gummy tunnels. So one day, Tummy and Zummy decided to have a little look around. As they cautiously walked through the dark hallways, Zummy held up a lantern. Just think, Tummy, no gummy bear has been down this tunnel in a hundred years. Tummy tugged at a stuck door. I hope we find a kitchen. The door suddenly gave way, and the two bears fell through. They tumbled into a large cavern-like room. Tummy sat up in front of a tall machine that had a coiled spring and a big metal foot. Wow, what's this? Zummy read a dusty sign on the contraption. Look, this was built by the great gummies themselves. Tummy, where'd you go, Tummy? Zummy looked up to see Tummy in the driver's seat of the machine, playing with the buttons and levers. Great gummy berries. Uh, Don't fool
8: with it, Tummy. Oh, this is so old it probably doesn't even work. See? Nothing
0: happens. The contraption shot high into the air. The machine started back toward the ground, and the big metal foot almost crashed down on Zummy. Then it sprang back into the air. Switch it off, Tommy!
9: I can't! Help!
0: Each time it landed, the machine bounced higher and higher. Finally, it crashed up through the ceiling and into the forest above. Zummy swigged his gummy berry juice and bounced after his friend. But Don't worry, Tummy. I'll save you. The machine hopped crazily through Gummy Glen, leaving large footprints with each earth-shaking bounce. Zummy finally caught up and bounded alongside. He pulled and tugged on the door, but it was jammed. Between bounces, poor Tummy called out to him.
10: I'm not having a good time. Hang on, Tommy. I'm going to help I mean, get help.
0: Below in the Gummy kitchen, Granny was tasting a bowl of porridge. Suddenly the ground shook and the porridge splashed all over her face. Down the hall, Gruffy was relaxing in a warm bath. He and the bathwater shot out of the tub and slumped back down. A gummies rushed outside where they were met by Zummy.
10: Quick! Tommy's trapped in an old gummy machine that's shaken the forest! Gruffy scowled.
9: Aha! Uh-huh. He's been playing with things he shouldn't! Well, what are we all standing around for? Let's go rescue him!
0: Meanwhile, Tommy yanked frantically at the levers.
8: Maybe this will shut it off. Yeah!
0: The machine only bounced higher and faster. It bounded through a farmyard, careened through a canyon, and hopped through a swamp. Soon, covered with mud and branches, it began to look like a terrible beast. Deep in the woods, Sir Tuxford and his squire, Unwin, were awakened by the sound of stomping and yelling. What's going on out there? Before Tuxford could find out, the machine crashed down into their tent. It snagged the rope, lifted the whole tent to the top of a tree, and left it dangling in the branches. Sir Tuxford struggled to get out of the hanging tent.
9: Who dares challenge the right arm of King Gregor? Come back, villain!
0: When he finally poked his head out, he caught a glimpse of the mud-covered machine hopping off into the woods. It's a a, a dragon! Suddenly, the branch snapped and the tent crashed to the ground. The frightened knight and his squire raced back to Dunwin Castle. Tuxford dashed into the castle, still in his long underwear.
9: Help! There's a dragon in the woods!
0: Unwin, wrapped in what was left of the tent, nodded in agreement. King Gregor stepped into the courtyard.
9: Is this one of your tall tales, Sir Tuxford? There hasn't been a dragon in Dunwin for ages. But it's true, Your Majesty. Fierce and enormous he was. On my honor as a knight.
0: Tuxford pulled the tent from Unwin and held it up for the king to see.
9: If you don't believe me, just look at this a giant
0: footprint. Gregor motioned to his knights. This calls for action, men. Tuxford pointed to the forest.
9: Hello, knights. We must sally forth to slay Yon dragon. This very day, we shall lay the beast at the king's feet.
0: Back in the forest, Tummy's machine skidded down a hillside and bounced past a cave. Deep inside, a pair of glowing yellow eyes narrowed. Steam hissed from the corners of a gigantic mouth. Tummy had awakened a real dragon. But as the beast stepped into the daylight... It didn't look beastly at all. It was a friendly lady dragon.
10: Oh, another empty day.
0: Just then, she spotted the machine's footprints. Daintily, she placed her foot over the print.
10: Oh my, it matches. This is wonderful. It's another dragonous, humongous just like me.
0: She dashed off into the woods all flutter.
10: I'll just follow these tracks. Gracious, a friend after all this time. No more lonely days.
0: In another part of the forest, Grammy heard the contraption.
10: There's Tummy now! Quick, up this hill!
0: But when they reached the top, there was no Tummy. Just a steep ledge. Zummy almost fell over. Oh. oh, my spectacles. That was close. Just let me rest for a second in the shade of this dragon.
4: Dragon!
0: The gummies looked up, and there she was. <laughs> the Lady Dragon gazed down at the frightened bears.
10: My scaly goodness. Why, I haven't seen a gummy in 400 years. Where does the time go?
0: Zummy peeked out from behind a rock. You know who we are?
10: (laughs) My heavens, yes. This forest used to be filled with gummies. We were such good friends.
0: Suddenly, Tommy's runaway machine bounded up the hill. It smacked into an apple tree, sputtered once, then finally flopped over. Tommy rolled out and lay there moaning with his eyes closed. Grammy hurried over to where he was lying.
10: Tommy, are you all right? Say something.
8: Got any
0: food? Gruffy shook his head in disgust.
9: He's fully recovered.
0: The dragon handed Tummy a juicy apple.
10: Here, take a bite. You had a nasty shake, dear boy.
0: Tummy opened his eyes and peered into the dragon's huge face. My, Grammy, what big eyes you have. Wait, you're not Grammy.
10: Yeah, a dragon. Don't let that bother you. I'm the most peaceful dragon in the world.
0: Gruffy stomped over to the fallen machine. What is this thing? Tommy got up and kicked
8: it. It's a big thumping pain, that's what it is. The Lady Dragon began
0: hopping around on one foot.
10: It's called a dragon decoy. Your ancestors used it to make dragon footprints and scare off intruders. Very clever. <laughs>
0: Laughing, the lady dragon compared her foot with the machine's metal
10: one. I just remembered. I modeled for that foot. Good heavens, I've been chasing myself around the forest.
0: Then suddenly she
10: grew sad. That means there never was another dragon. Now I suppose I'll never find a friend.
0: From over the hill came the voice of Sir Tuxford.
9: We're close now, men! A dragon is you now, grasp
0: Grammy turned to the others We've got to help this lady Gruffy paced in front of the dragon
10: Can't you fly or breathe fire or th- something? Dear me, no I'm a peaceful dragon
0: Tommy squared his shoulders
8: Well, if they want a dragon I'll give them one Even if it means getting back into that awful machine And with the dragon's help He did
0: just that. Tommy climbed into the driver's seat and pulled the lever. Off he went, down the slope and over the heads of the startled knights. Tuxford called out,
7: Master it, man!
0: Don't let the beast get away! The contraption bounced to the edge of a high, steep cliff, then jumped off. Down, down it fell. The knights peeked over the edge. All at once, the machine rocketed back up in their faces. Tuxford had a plan.
9: All right, men. We'll push this boulder over the edge and
0: squash the beast.
9: Heave Oh!
0: The boulder followed the machine down the cliff. Just before it struck it, Tummy leaped unseen from the driver's seat.
8: Wow, well, that was close.
0: Thinking they had destroyed a real dragon... The knights proudly carried the metal foot back to King Greco. Safe at last, the lady dragon invited the gummies to her cave for tea and biscuits.
10: Oh, goodness. That was more fun than I've had in a hundred years. I'm so glad I have you for friends. And Tommy, thank you for the wonderful rescue.
0: Tommy blushed.
8: Oh, it was nothing. That's just because we heroes are brave. Brave and noble. Brave, noble, and handsome. Brave, noble, handsome, and hungry. Pass the biscuits, please. It is the dead marquee, and you are now listening to the Fox Count. Tell them out. You
11: you got what I need, but you say he's just a friend. And you say he just
8: You're on the
11: five count with me. We're gonna rock. Everybody dance in the
12: truck in the front, everybody I left my fork at home. I'm eating with my hands. I have a feeling that tomorrow you'll be banned. I wish you'd stay, to go away would be a crime. The people love you, but they'll snuff you out in time. McDonald's has forsaken you, while you're here it's nice. I hope that this is not the last slice. I took a photograph. A still frame in my mind no one can take it from me even if they tried maybe I'll get you in a tattoo on my skin but I'm afraid Jesus said that that's a sin McDonald's has forsaken you while you hear it's nice I hope that this is not the last slice has forsaken you while you're here it's nice I hope that this is not the last slice McDonald's has forsaken you while you're here it's nice I hope that this is not the last slice
2: <laughs> oh yeah!
1: That last song goes out to my pal T Tony
2: Tone. It's about, Man, it's about McDonald's selling pizza. All right, you remember that? You know, we just talked about that like within recent years, and I have zero recollection of McDonald's. Do you remember pizza. anything? No, I did. Do a you lot remember of who drugs. I am? Yeah, I mean, I think so, hmm. Derek. Darren, dust. There we go. Got it. <laughs> We're on the right track.
1: Oh, ton. Hey, welcome back to the five count. Everyone's sick, sick of you, and sick of everything. That's true. See, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Real sick. <laughs> Ton's got strep, butt. <laughs> see it's contagious Uh oh Oh man it's going down it's rough it's
2: going down or it's coming up you never can
1: tell I got some messages that were sent to the five count hotline did you know we
2: had one of those I did it's the five count hotline 507-519-2030 they're from John in New Ulm what a
1: guy a whole barrage of them love that guy he says some of these were from last week I believe Are you live, January 6th? January 8th is Elvis' birthday. Might be movies on TV. Also, heard about Elvis hologram concerts. News you can use for people who care. P.S. Hey, my two cents. Beastie Boys better than vanilla ice stuff. True dat. Guess you're not live, January 6th. Just vanilla live. Miami, pump it up. I need to watch Miami Most Wanted movie. Hi-oh. PPS, here's third five-count message. What's a princess's favorite time? Night time. <laughs> Till next time. Wow. John. Wow. There's a lot of John.
2: That is. Well, John, you'll be happy to know that I've been trying to convince my daughter to go on a road trip with me to New Alm for quite some time now. She's just... Hasn't taken the bait yet. Um, Do you think he'd be excited about that? I don't know. Hey,
1: where's Dustin? Oh, I didn't bring him. I didn't invite him. It's just me. Oh. I don't, don't you see how hurtful that would be now that I've said that out loud? No. Hmm.
2: <laughs> Wait, hurtful to you or hurtful to him? Both. Both? Both. Absolutely. Well, I didn't say that I was going to bring my daughter to meet John. I mean, I don't know John well enough. You definitely didn't say you were bringing me. Do you want to come? or? I don't need a pity ride to New Ulm, if that's what this is. I'll talk to Sophia, and we'll see if we can pick you up. Can I ask you another question? Anyway, hold on a second. Didn't he ask us some questions? I don't think so. Lewis Hamilton's birthday was on the 7th Also Caroline, who is the same age as my daughter And lives right across the street was uh, Her birthday was on the 7th Right next to Elvis's Very exciting My best friend Holly's birthday was uh, the 10th Wow You remember
1: Holly? Yeah The one that is in love with you oh my, I, love I know that that's idea. hard to pinpoint Because I really need to be more specific When it comes to
2: that That is rough but was it one of the gals in the picture that was sent over no oh totally different so many women does she work with you
1: though i think she works with me in hopes of getting to you
2: at some point
1: okay that's my guess well i'm usually pretty good about spotting that sort of thing yeah
2: wouldn't be the first time holly but thank you so much i appreciate it and uh you know i love you too i really do so what about holly again it was her birthday it was her birthday on the 10th happy birthday holly man i Mm -hmm. hope you had a wonderful birthday
1: you know someone else i know is having a birthday coming up
2: yeah you gotta wait a little while though pal it's my mom it's you it's you coming up something real important it's you coming up here quick dust (laughs) if i make it that long (coughs) you might not but it's okay
1: do you think i was still alive like uh, 10 years ago yeah i think so let's check it out for i'm not alive to tell the tale Well, how would you even figure it out because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history oh wonderful i think so january 11th 2014 10 years ago One day after Holly's 23rd birthday Ton it was me and you and Emilio Castillo From Tower of Power Yeah dude What is hip Ton was that night That is awesome You remember that show Yeah We talked to him about Why the Tower of Power's horn section Was better than Chicago's
2: It was really good
1: You guys talked about golf for some reason
2: I don't I don't remember that part, but okay.
1: And it was a lot of fun. It was hipper than hip.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, that is so awesome. You know, honestly, when you mention it, like I can remember those shows. But there's so many times that I just sort of forget that stuff. Like how many of my absolute like funk legend people we've had on this show dude this show is pretty awesome just wait till next week when we have on the z-man man brian z pretty sweet if you want to hear some sweet funk interviews there's a lot of them Just go to the five count.com yeah do that right now we got to come back to the present are we back well we're back i thought you said you had another question did you have another one, or you were just faking it? No, I'm just dying. Okay. Todd,
1: I have something I need to report to you. Really? Now, don't get too excited. Okay. Don't freak out on me. I'll get all not. weird.
2: Try not to.
1: But I think, possibly, I'm not for sure yet, but I think just maybe, I might be done hating Pink Floyd. What? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. What? What do you... What, what, <laughs> I'm saying I'm
2: maybe slowly lifting my moratorium on Pink Floyd. Just hold on a second, though. What exactly does this mean? Like, I need more details about... See,
1: I knew you were going to make this
2: weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you saying? What do you say? Like, you were driving and some Pink Floyd came on the radio and you were like, this doesn't suck? Or was there something where you like... Got a hankering to listen to a specific album, or what? How you did know, this happen?
1: What happened was I went to see Les Claypool. Oh, yeah, and he played Pink Floyd's Animals in its entirety. Oh, I missed that for real. And then I thought to myself, you know, I used to like Pink Floyd, like, I used to really like them. I even covered songs of theirs in my bad high school bands, yeah. I even convinced myself that Pink Floyd's The Wall was a good movie. Which it isn't, but (laughs) I had convinced myself that it was. Yeah. And then just for years, I hung out with people who really liked Pink Floyd. Yeah. And it just got to a point where I was like, you know, I don't need to listen to this ever again. Yeah. And you people really all bother me. And I don't like incense yeah and i'll see you later and then i gave up on him for a good 15 years or more yeah but then that night i'm thinking you know what i shouldn't blame pink floyd on all the goofy crap that ton does yeah (laughs) that's correct (laughs) i don't think i'm ready to watch the wall yet yeah no that's
2: okay you don't need to do that. But I maybe I'll ease my way into it yeah. a little bit. I can, yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, I'm happy for you, man. And, you know, I am bummed that I didn't go to that show with you and see that. Because I've always kind of wanted to, I thought that was cool that, that Les Claypool did that. Because um, personally, I love Animals. I love that album. And it's, like, probably the l- one of the least favorited albums, I think. Like, most people, if you talk about Pink Floyd, they would never mention Animals. Um. So maybe that's part of what opened it up for you, also. I could tell you even now, for me, if, if you put Dark Side of the Moon on... Yeah, I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah, I'm, like, skipping tracks and... You know, it's just that one's still on the shelf. Yeah, because it was just too much. There's a I mean, I don't know the age demographic we're talking to anymore, but there was such this crazy weird time in the 90s where. I don't I don't know how to how to say it other than like the hippie lifestyle seemed to be flourishing again or something, you know, like. I, I can remember it vividly. Hemp necklaces and, you know, mushroom pendants and uh, the Grateful Dead and, and lots of tie-dye coming back. and.
1: So then you could see as a teetotaling <coughs> wuss bag like I was. Yeah. Like I was missing some of that.
2: Yeah, and so there was, I mean, I remember a, a lot of marijuana. And there was some other drugs, but I don't remember anything... Um, like at least the people i was involved with i don't remember really hard stuff um yeah you could see a little bit harder than marijuana and like you could run across some pills and stuff but there was no like crack and fentanyl and at least where i was i think that i think it was all that was most definitely happening in other places But where I was, there wasn't any of that, like heroin and, you know, meth and all that stuff, which I'm thankful for. But there was, I remember a a huge, like, hippie resurgence, and there was a lot of this, like, peace, love, and everybody's just getting high type of thing and listening to Pink Floyd. And I agree, even though I was getting high (laughs) and I was enjoying it at that time, now... It's like I have heard it so many, many times over and over and over and over and over that I'm just like, it's okay if I don't now. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: I'm starting to think maybe it wasn't Pink Floyd that I was sick of. It was people talking to me about Pink Floyd and explaining to me what Pink Floyd was. Yeah. Yeah like okay i get it
2: yeah go away please well and a lot of the people especially for you who was not a drug user um do you know what this song's really about yeah like you probably don't
1: yeah like just yeah
2: stop it (laughs) yeah i agree it's probably about nothing because even (laughs) though i was a user in that time I still encountered some of those people to even for me where I was just like, "You're annoying and sucky." Like I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to do this. Um, but I'm sure I've also been a part of some of those conversations of you know whatever. Let's dive deeper into the band. And I was always into that sort of thing, but I would find I would try to find like books and stuff and read about them or you know watch documentaries or watch the other. I loved watching the videos Like, uh, Pulse was a huge deal I loved watching that live Footage Live at Pompeii I watched when I was way Younger, actually And that has a lot more Footage of them recording And, uh, in in Live at Pompeii you can actually Um See them in studio Recording much of Dark Side of the Moon And, uh I don't know, just really interesting. And so yeah, that's cool. That's cool that you're getting some kind of appreciation back because no matter what, like all drugs aside and all like that whole cultural thing aside. I just think uh I just think they're great for being um like a very unique band. Like there's just not another Pink Floyd and I don't think there ever will be, you know. Like, there's no modern version where people are you know, producing music like that.
1: I will say there are fans like that. Yeah. And I really try to be careful. And I apologize if I offend anyone out there, but wean fans are like that in a way. Okay. Where a lot of them are just, like, sucky. Okay. And I really try hard to not let that influence how I feel about the music.
2: Yeah. Like, when really... I go to
1: see them and stuff, like... I don't like anyone here but that's not their fault (laughs) i don't want to take that out on them yeah so i don't know interesting on a side note i did just send a friend request to brian z on facebook so there is that
2: nice dude so this is my year yeah it really is just hope i live through it (laughs) man is there any Ween albums that are like that for you, that you've just heard them so much that you're, that you're good? Mm. Ween, I mean, was never on the same kind of popularity level as as Pink Floyd, though. You don't want to accidentally hear them when you go out. Yeah. Like, you're going to hear
1: Wish You Were Here on the radio once yeah. a week if you leave the radio on.
2: Yep. But you won't accidentally hear Ween somewhere. And on Two for Tuesday, you will always hear a couple of tracks off Dark Side. I don't want to hear Money. Yeah.
1: Don't particularly care for that song. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a hit or whatever,
2: but. Yep. Yeah. I agree.
1: Ton, let's play a song and then I'm going to pass out and die. All right. And we'll come back. Well, Ton will come back. I'll I'll be dead.
6: Hi, this is Denise Crosby, and you're listening to The Five Count. It was really fun.
3: be there if she ever feels blue. And you'll be there when she finds someone new. What to do? Well, you know you keep her in your pocket where there's no Smile on her face made her think she had the right one. Then she thought she would show by the way you two could have fun. But now she might leave like she's threatened before. Grab hold of her fast. Before her feet leave the floor And she's out the door Cause you want to keep her in your pocket Where there's no way out now Put it in the safe and lock it Cause it's home sweet you just to know her, and in the beginning all you wanted was to show her but now you're scared you think she's running away you're searching your hand for something clever to say don't go away, cause I want to keep you in my pocket where well, there's no way out. Put it in the safe and lock it, cause it's home sweet home, home sweet.
8: Hi, this is Andy Scott from Sweet, and you're listening to
0: The Five Count.
5: I'll be coming back
1: pushing too many buttons, Tom. Oh, yes. Pushing my buttons.
2: I'll keep pushing them till I get the right result. Welcome back
1: to the Five Count.
2: Oh, yes.
1: That was a song called Dead Men Tell No Tales.
2: Yes. And it was about me. I love that song. Cuz I
1: will be dead by the time you hear this.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, Ton has strep but might I, not make it through the weekend.
2: It's going to be rough. Sandpapery.
1: Please remember us. As we are right now.
2: <laughs> Don't you just love Motorhead, though? For real.
1: Probably like my third favorite band. Man. Motorhead is awesome. Right behind ARIO Speedwagon.
2: What? Wait, what? ARIO Speedwagon's really up there? That summer. So you have your Ozzy, ARIO, and then. No, ARIO is number one. What do you mean number one?
1: Like the first. All others are two and lower.
2: Ario speedwagon Wait, did you say motorheads right after that or No, they're third. So Ozzy then No. What who's in what? Steve Perry. What are you what? Not Journey
1: though. Just his solo work.
2: What the heck are you saying, Dust? Oh Sherry is above all Ozzy songs? Long ago? Yeah. This You're is, like, yeah,
1: I'm sick, or else
2: I'd really belt it out. Oh, my. I don't know what has happened. Are you sure there hasn't something ha Is there affection, infection in your brain somewhere? Could be. But I've always thought this way. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yes, Tom. <laughs> so who? Wh- Number four is you when you wrote that song for Hardware Hank. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot more going for you and Hank, horror Hank. <laughs> Actually, that song originally was 13 minutes long. Yeah, time cut it down to 13 seconds for the yeah. jingle. I, you know, if you can track down the original version on vinyl,
2: oh boy, yeah, oh boy, wow, okay. Well, thank you so much. You're
1: welcome.
2: I appreciate you.
1: Hey if you appreciate things you could go to the countcom There's stuff on there that could waste some time. Even better you could go to Patreon. We're on Patreon. It's a new year. You could support us. Can't you hear how sick and awful we sound? We need some help.
2: We need some some help with just paying for all this medication and stuff. Just to keep us alive, you know. Keep great radio alive
1: pretty cheap you get like bonus stuff people like bonus stuff don't they bonus I said bonus tongue take it easy
2: I mean I think people like that kind of stuff don't yeah. pop your stitches don't pop your stitches man you also get all the classic
1: episodes back when believe it or not we were even more obnoxious those shows are something else they really are uh, if this was any decently run station, we would have been canceled easily at least 40 times if you go back and listen to those shows. Luckily, nobody knew we were up here.
9: 40 times.
1: That's a lot
2: of times. Todd Time was very unprofessional. Yeah. So you definitely want to go and check those out. You're going to want to listen to how unprofessional we really were. You might want to go to YouTube. We're on there. Yeah, man.
1: You could watch us play old video games and talk to Santa. That and, is you a know, thing. Stuff like that.
2: Yes, that's a thing that we do. Also, if you're on Patreon, the five count at the movies. Something special. We
1: got to do another one of those coming up. Yeah. In the meantime, Ton, I guess, I'm assuming we'll be back next week.
2: We will be back. Send all your questions to the 5-Count Hotline. That's 507-519-2030. You can send us over a text message, a voicemail, pictures, whatever you want. 507-519-2030.
1: You'd be a damn fool not to do that. Also, go to Lori Dawn Ceramics and buy ceramics. You'd be a damn fool not to do that. Yeah, you would. Also, that's all I got, actually, but those are two important things.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll be here for you. We'll see you on the next one.
0: Maybe. (laughs) 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 See ya. That was the end of the story. If you would like to hear it again, turn the tape over.